0: Said as he breezed in. Thank God. Knock her out so we can get some work done, will you? She's a blabbermouth, a real pain in the butt. Cat took no offense because none was intended. The eyes above the masks were smiling. If you guys are always insulting the patients, it's no wonder you wear masks. Cowards. The anesthesiologist moved into place beside the table. I understand that you're causing a ruckus, Miss Delaney. This is my big scene. I'll play it the way I want to. He swabbed the back of her hand in preparation for an IV needle. You'll feel a little prick. I'm used to little pricks. Everyone laughed. Dr. Jeffries approached with Dean and Dr. Sholden, the cardiologist to whom Dean had referred her when he withdrew as her physician for personal reasons. Ready? Dr. Jeffries asked. Was she ready? She'd had some misgivings when the idea of transplantation had first been broached, but she'd thought her doubts had been allayed by now. She'd gone into decline shortly after Dean had diagnosed her heart problem. Medication had been a temporary remedy for her fatigue, but as he'd told her, ultimately there was no cure for her condition. Even then, she'd refused to accept the severity of her illness. Only when she began to feel truly sick had she acknowledged that her heart condition might be terminal. I need a new heart. Until she made that announcement to the television network executives, they had been unaware of her illness. The cast and crew of the daytime soap opera Passages had never seen the telltale pallor beneath her makeup. They, along with the network hierarchy, went into denial. None wanted to believe that Cat Delaney, winner of three Emmy awards, their star, whose Laura Madison character was pivotal to the storyline of passages, was that sick. But it reached a point where she could no longer keep pace with her demanding schedule, so she had taken a leave of absence from the show. As her health continued to deteriorate, she lost so much weight that her fans wouldn't have recognized her. Dark circles ringed her eyes because she couldn't sleep. Her fingers and lips turned blue. Now, by a quirk of fate— Her future had reversed direction and was moving toward life. But it suddenly occurred to her that in order for her doctors to install her new heart, they had to cut out the old one. It was a chilling thought. Of course, it was too late to start entertaining qualms. Besides, this surgery was simple compared to other open-heart procedures. Clip, remove, replace, suture. I'm ready, she said. Seconds later, anesthesia began stealing through her. She smiled at Dean and closed her eyes for what might be the last time. And just before unconsciousness, a final thought flared brilliantly. Who was my donor? October 10, 1991 Cats circulated through the ballroom, chatting with partygoers. Tonight was the network-sponsored Black Tie Gala to commemorate the one-year anniversary of her transplant, and everyone with whom she spoke was dazzled by her verve and vivacity. While listening to an advertising executive wax poetic about her courage, Kat noticed Dean talking to a tall, distinguished man she didn't recognize. Her curiosity was aroused. With the ease of a diplomat, she negotiated her way through the crowd. Several people tried to engage her in conversation, but she paused only long enough to exchange pleasantries and respond to congratulations and compliments. Because she had looked so bad for so long before her transplant, she felt justified in her conceit over how fantastic she looked tonight. Her hair had regained its luster, although the steroid she'd had to take following the surgery had turned it a darker shade of red. Her eyes, described as laser beam blue almost every time her name appeared in print, had been artfully enhanced with makeup. Her skin had never glowed so healthily. She was showing it off in a black sequined mini-dress. Of course the dress had a high neckline that fastened halter-style at the back of her neck. She hadn't wanted to expose her zipper, the scar that ran from the hollow of her throat to the center of her breastbone. Every item in her wardrobe had been chosen to conceal that scar. Dean insisted that it was hardly detectable and fading more each day, but she could still see it clearly. She knew that the scar was a small price to pay for her new heart. Her self-consciousness was undoubtedly a holdover from childhood, when she'd often been wounded.